Well, good morning, friends. This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. I hope you guys can hear me loud and clear this morning. Uh, it's so good to be here today, you guys. By the time this episode drops, it will be March 31st. We are on episode 42 of the Life Coaching Series. If you are new to the podcast, as you heard that, we are 42 episodes into the Life Coaching Series, you guys. I started it January 20th. So if you are new, go back to that. This is That's the beginning of the series. And uh, you guys, I promise you will get a lot of value out of it. Um, I'm trying to think. What was the first episode I was talking about? Let freedom reign. All right. Recognizing the bondage that is inside of us by developing self-awareness. Um, or maybe it was what is life coaching. Oh, I think it was what is life coaching, you guys. So episode, uh, first episode of season two, January 20th, what is life coaching? And then we went into the characteristics, you guys. Like I said, there's 42 episodes, a ton of content. You guys, the purpose of me doing this is to help you get more grounded within yourself. Learning to define yourself off of your character and values, not off your circumstances, not off your performance, and not off other people's opinions. You guys, I did that for a very long time as a Christian. I was extremely unstable. There was no root inside myself. My, I was rooted outside of myself. I was rooted in the opinions of other people, rooted in my circumstances. And I don't know about you guys, but as you can observe these days, it is ever changing, right? Are we not learning the people who are blown to and fro? Come on, you guys, let's not be those people. God created us to be rooted in him. And, uh, you know, I think today I'm going to jump on my page, you guys. Um, By the time you hear this, it's going to be two weeks out, but go to Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell. Um, I'm going to be doing uh, videos on there as the Lord puts things in my heart. I'm going to be talking today you know, asking people the question, um, are you rooted in a word or are you rooted in images? It's really, really important that you understand the difference between the two, okay? And usually images is rooted in circumstances, right? What you can see, okay, you guys? We gotta be a little more deep than that because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He's gonna use what you see, hear, and read to deceive you. And he's gonna use your ignorance. Don't forget that. What you don't know, you will become a slave to. That's how people get manipulated. Why do you think back in the day they wanted to keep people ignorant so they couldn't read or write or communicate, right? What you don't know, you can't challenge or question, you guys. So please don't be a slave. Don't be ignorant. You know, if you don't know something, what are you supposed to do? Come on, you guys. I know you know how to ask questions. And if you don't know, get it figured out. Teach this to your children. All right, teach your children to be shrewd. Teach your children to ask questions. Not everything is truth. Perception is not reality, you guys. I did a podcast on that. So I'm really, really just passionate about people being more rooted and secure within themselves, finding an identity that is solid. And, you know, I'm trying to give you guys a framework. I have given you guys a framework, not trying. I have given you a framework through this podcast that you can follow if you are teachable, if you are ready to change, if you realize the instability you have inside of yourself, If you realize you've got fear and condemnation and judgment, shame and and chaos and anxiety and, you know, just all those things that come alive on us when we look out in our circumstances, right? The things that we're supposed to look at and realize, wow, Lord, oh my God, I need your grace, God. I need to live by the power of your word because it's firm and secure. It's an anchor to the soul. It's a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. Brothers and sisters out in the world, get this in you. And if you ain't getting it in you, Y'all got some problems with vulnerability. Go back to the beginning of the podcast, right? Let's talk about humility. Let's talk about internalizing God's grace. 
Let's talk about victim mentality. All right, let's talk about shame. Let's talk about condemnation. Go back to the January, February podcast, you guys. Get familiar with these things, especially if you read the Bible, man. I mean, come on. Number one thing in Genesis 3, or maybe it was Genesis, maybe it's Genesis 3. It says they were naked. You know, they felt no shame. Or Genesis 1. Either way, go back to the beginning, yo. Do you guys know what shame is? Do you know that if you are a human being, you have experienced it? I'm going to tell you right now, they don't talk about shame in the church. They don't talk about the, the things that we do in the Christian community that, you know, he, keep us from the love of God. It's all disguised as obedience, right? I mean, come on, you guys. I, I, I speak, I'm speaking from my heart. I'm speaking from my experiences, how I've been in my Christian walk. And I just want you guys to get some freedom in your life. So anyway, today we're going to be talking about, are you committed to the process? All right, we, we've covered a lot of ground these last, you know, this is going to be episode 42. So are you committed to the process? Yesterday we talked about the difference between security and freedom and how those are going to be kind of the two baselines that you got to look at, right? If you want to make progress in your life, if you want to grow and mature, if you want more freedom, if you want growth, if you want progress, if you want to, you know, live by your values, okay, it's going to come down to whether you're seeking security or seeking freedom, all right? And you've got to know the difference between the two and you've got to understand how they both play a role in your life, right? So check out yesterday's podcast if you have not listened to it yet. Learn the difference between the two. One thing I realized I forgot to do yesterday was kind of share my top five values with you guys. And I want to lay them out for you really fast. And then uh, we're going to go over, we're going to, I'm going to ask you guys just some questions today, you know, about uh, are you accountable to your, to your values? Are you accountable to your process? Are you accountable to your life and your decisions and your outcomes and everything that you've got going on in your life? Are you accountable to your state of being, right? If you have no peace in your life, who's responsible for that, right? Okay, Jesus says he's come to give you peace. So if peace is not in you, what does that say? If you don't have peace in you, what does that mean? Have you uh, left the word of God outside of you? You know, how's the word outside of you? You read it on the page, but then you're supposed to do something with it, right? supposed to be planted inside your heart your heart is the soil okay but then you've got the rocks in it you've got the weeds you've got all these things but God God says that if you're if he's in you you're gonna have some water in you what does water do right water creates growth it creates a strong bond right my husband talked kind of mentioned that one Sunday um, about water and polarity and bonding it's pretty yeah it's it's pretty good pretty good uh, perspective all right water softens things up right it has a function So, you know, it cleanses. It does a lot of things, you guys. So use the Holy Spirit that's in you, you know. Uh, Get the word in you. Get get God's word in you to seed. Let it take root in you. Let him water it through his love and his grace and his truth. And then you start doing some work by acknowledging the weeds that are in you, right? The the rocks, the hardness of your own heart, right? Because maybe you've been hurt and now you're guarded. You've got some strongholds that, you know, keep the word of God from growing inside of you, right? This is all your responsibility, right? And if you say you're going to go be with the Lord when you die, you better start doing the work now because at one point he's going to say to certain people, right? Depart from me. I never knew you. Either he knows you or he doesn't. You've got to make that decision. God knows you, but are you letting him know you? Does that make sense? You ever, uh, it's like, um, how can you say this? Somebody can know of you, but you don't have to open yourself up to them. Are you guarded in your relationship with Christ? And if you are, ask some questions why, right? So let's go ahead and pray, you guys. We're going to jump into this episode. And, um, you know, we got some questions for the day. And then uh, tomorrow and Thursday, we're going to 
continue. We're going to unpack the core values. I know I've been talking about that, you guys. These are just things that keep coming up that I think is important that we hold hold ourselves accountable to, right? I mean, people can hold us accountable, but if you can't even hold yourself accountable, what good is someone holding you accountable? Because people only hold you accountable to the things they say. Accountability is not dictatorship. It's not tyranny. It's not telling somebody what to do. It's reminding people of the words that they've said. So if you can't even do that for yourself, do you realize how frustrated you're going to be with other people? Right? Learn to manage yourself. That's what free people do. That's the beauty of being in this nation. That's the whole point of being in America is people are supposed to manage themselves. But I'm getting off track here. I'm just really passionate, you guys, as you can tell. So let's pray and let's talk about being committed to the process already. Let's do this thing. Oh, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you, Jesus, that you are in us. That greater is he who is in us and who is in the world. That heaven and earth may pass away, Lord, but your words will never pass away. Let us be committed to that in our hearts, God. Let us surrender more and more to you as the world is being shaken up right now and things that can be shaken will be shaken. And Lord, 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 let us be firm, secure, and steadfast. Let that anchor that we say is in us be proved true. Either we got it or we don't, Lord. And if we don't, if we're wavering, Lord, forgive us. You say we don't have to be going back and forth. We can have wisdom. Lord, let us ask you for wisdom, God. Where do we need wisdom in our life? Lord, teach us to number our days. Teach us the proper time and procedure for every matter under the sun. Lord, help us in the context of our life to know what to do in these uncertain times. You're the only thing that's unchanging, God. You got all wisdom. You know what to do, Lord. So give us the wisdom of what we need to do in our daily lives. Lord, I know we're supposed to trust you day by day. You know, give us to stay our daily bread, to trust you day by day. So let us do that with all of our hearts, God. And if we're not, now is the perfect time. The only thing we can really prepare for is knowing you and dying. <laughs> so Lord, let us be prepared. Let us uh, let us not be afraid. And if we are, Lord, 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 your perfect love casts out fear. Let us live out the words that we say and hear all the time. Let us be people of our word. Let us be people of your word, God. Your word is supposed to be in us. It's supposed to be flowing through us, God. So let that be true. Let us be an encouragement to the people out in the world right now who are so uncertain, who are so afraid, who aren't grounded in you. Lord, let us just rise up. Your church is out there. So Lord, let us let us rise up. Let us be bold. Let us share the grace that you've put inside of us. Let us not be afraid. You know, we don't have to be afraid, Lord. Thank you, God, that you make us firm, secure, and steadfast. That the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, Lord, is all we need. We got your blood. We've got a testimony. That's solid, God. So we thank you for that. Um, let us continue to grow in our authenticity and our freedom. And uh, just be hope, Lord. We're supposed to be the light of the world, God. So let us do that today. We love you, Lord. We thank you for this day. I pray for an extra blessing of grace upon my brothers and sisters out there who uh, maybe feel a little uncertain about things. Let them get uncertain in you. Let them pour their hearts out to you, God, for you are a refuge. Let us do these things this day. And, and why, why are we waiting? Lord, we don't have to carry around stress and burden and anxiety. If we are, that is a choice. Let us choose wisely how we are going to spend our time. And uh, anxiety and stress never did anything for us, God. And you tell us if we're anxious and we're stressed to, to give everything to you and you'll give us peace that surpasses understanding. We don't have to understand everything. We're not, we, we were never created to know everything, God. We were created to know your goodness. We were not created to handle the knowledge of evil. Now we got it, God. So give us the wisdom to know the difference and know what to keep and what to throw away. What, what, do, what can we do with the information we have and, and what is just needs to be thrown out, God. So give us the wisdom, God. We love you. I thank you for this time. I just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So, all right, you guys. Um, we've been talking yesterday, like I said, a lot about the difference between freedom and versus security. 
right? So freedom is your ability to exercise your free will, right? I mean, God gave us a choice. That's the choice that we have. So you have a choice in how you're going to respond to your environment. I know you're like, no way. Everything forces me. Nah, that's victim mentality. You have a choice. Have you guys ever read um, Man's Search for Meaning from Viktor Frankl? Oh, Lord. He was a psychologist, psychiatrist. I think he was from uh, Austria. Anyway, um, he was in the Nazi concentration camps for, gosh, a few years. And uh, he realized that no one could hurt him. That he was actually in charge of how he was interpreting these events. And then it, it said something like to the effect that he actually developed more freedom than his Nazi captors. What a perspective, right? Who would have thought anybody could ever think like that in a hellhole of a concentration camp? You guys ever, you guys ever, you know, read any books? Me and my kids right now and my family, we read every night together. And, uh, you know, I think not too long ago, you guys, we were kind of, I think it was like National Holocaust Day, you know, National Remembrance Day. You guys, it is important to remember certain, certain things, right? What is it? If you don't remember, you're bound to repeat it. Okay. So, uh, what is it? Uh, something, a boy, it's a true story of his account being in the, in the concentration camps and that kind of thing. But anyway, with this book, Man's Search for Meaning, um, it was pretty incredible, the conclusions that he was able to draw about life being in such a horrific situation. And so, um, if you're kind of feeling a little victim today, feeling a little just, oh my God, what am I going to do? Get, get a hold of that book. And this guy's got some really amazing perspective. It'll make you mad. <laughs> because uh, you guys are gonna read about, you know, how people, other human beings were treated. And, uh, but, you know, just learn a perspective that kept this guy going, is pretty incredible. So um, if somebody sitting in a concentration camp can uh, learn to think that way, uh, I think we can, no matter where we're at in the world, right? We got no excuse, you guys. I mean, so, you know, ask God to give us the wisdom. Okay, Lord, how do we use our freedom, use our will in relationship to, in relationship to our circumstances how do we do it in a way that's going to result in more peace and liberty and freedom? Now, here's the deal with liberty. I think I shared with you guys. I think I shared this with you the other day. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever read or listened to the seven habits of highly effective people. I highly recommend it to anybody who is, you know, wanting to continue a course of growth and progress and, and freedom in their life. And uh, he was talking about, you know, liberty has to do with the environment. And then freedom has to do with the person who chooses uh, what to do in relationship to that environment, right? And so anyway, you guys, freedom is an inner thing, all right? It's, it's the choices that you make with your free will. And security is, you know, it's good, I think, to a degree. Um, I think you need, you obviously need it. We talked about that in the other podcast, you guys, with the, the hierarchy of needs. And, you know, human beings have needs. Our values are our deepest needs, the things that drive us, our motivators. We talked about that on the podcast, all right? But in relationship to growing in, in, in life and having more freedom, you have to realize where maybe your sense of security is getting in the way of that, right? Sometimes I used to find my security in other people's opinions of me. So it robbed me the, my value of walking in my authenticity and being honest with myself and operating in my fullest integrity because it was outside of me and I was a people pleaser and I wanted to you know, be accepted and loved by people. I sacrificed my authenticity for the security of a connection. Well, how much security do you really have in a relationship with somebody that you can't even be honest with, right? So you guys have to figure out, okay, what do you wanna do in your life and how how much freedom do you want? 
right? Growth and, and progression and, uh, you know, just freedom to live out your values, right? With no apologies, no questions. You know, how much of that do you want in your life? So, and are you going to take responsibility for the process? So let's talk about that today, you guys. So have you, you know, being that we've been talking about ways not to build your identity, ways that most people do, right? They define themselves by a title or how they do something, right? Um, so have you figured out how you, how you may have defined yourself in the past and how have you discerned your own character and your own values, you guys? And uh, hopefully you're doing this work because, you know, if you're not, then uh, you're just going to keep repeating the same old thing, right? What are they? I mean, I hate to say it, but what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. If you don't learn to redefine yourself in a different way and do the work, you're going to be the same, have the same results, and then you're going to be frustrated. But it's your responsibility to look at your life from a different perspective, right? So who are you and what, um, what do you value the most, right? So get a hold of your personal, your personal mission statement. Who are you in character and values? All right. So get that figured out. And then I want you, once you kind of have that defined with yourself, who you are and what you value the most, I want you to, uh, think about who who you are and what you want to become you know because none of us are necessarily where we want to be if you have any type of you know frustration or anxiety or anything in your life that's an indicator um we should be driven by peace you know god says that's a foundation right he's given us peace so if you don't have peace in your life it's just an indicator it's indicator that you need to grow or change in some area of your life. You know, we're going to be talking about the seven areas of life, you guys, more and more. But, uh, you know, figure out where you're at right now, who you are, who you want to become. How do you want to continue to grow and develop in the characters, character traits that you have and live out your actual values? All right. And um, another little thing I want to bring up really quick in relationship to what. Um, think about what drives you. So you have your character, who you are, right? And then who you want to become, you know, can maybe continuing to grow in those things. But then you have to think about the things that drive you, the what, right? Your values. So are you trying to have a name for yourself? Are you looking for significance? Is it about money, right? Or are you trying to make an impact? Now, the only problem with trying to make a name for yourself or doing it for money is you will compromise your authenticity and your integrity. Right. I mean, how many people will, uh, you know, why do you think Jesus says you can't serve both God and money? Because who's in charge of distributing your money right now? Right. Other people. So are you going to uh, masquerade who you are or your motives and intentions just to make a paycheck? You guys get what I'm saying? Um, and are you trying to just have a name for yourself? You know, so you're going to like put on a false, a falsehood. Come on, you guys, you know, that's not going to last very long, you know. So ask yourself that, you know, what do you, what are, out of those three things, what are you trying to do? What's going to drive you? A name, a name for yourself, money, or making an impact? And then ask yourself, why do you want to make an impact? What do you, what are you trying to do? Okay. Uh, the third thing here, personal strategy, right? Um, how we will gauge our success. Are we committed to the process of change? So how are you going to gauge your success? 
You know, I think that all is going to kind of come down to your well-being and the amount of peace you have in your life, you know, and asking yourself, are you committed to the process of change and transition? We talked about transition in another podcast. That happens. That just happens to do with your circumstances and things are going on. You know, what blows in and out of your life and your ability to uh, sort of reinvent yourself in relationship to that, right? Sometimes we have to have new uh, meanings and new beliefs with things that are happening, right? Sometimes the beliefs you have about life don't fit your current season. So you have to be willing to change and adjust, right? So, you know, and you know your beliefs aren't serving you if you're not getting the outcomes you want in your life. So you have to make that decision, right? Uh, let me see here. Personal goals. How we aim to achieve our, our vision, fulfill our core values, all right? Uh, so, you know, this is really just about you kind of sitting down and figuring out what do you want in your life, you know? So let's talk about the seven areas really quick. I think I, think I only have six of them. Hold on. Let me grab my life coaching binder really quick, you guys. I know I have something in here that I can share with you really fast. Okay, so I'm flipping pages, you guys. So if you can hear it, then that's what's going on. All right, so we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so let's talk about the seven areas really quick. This will give you a little bit more of a framework to what I'm talking about. So you have a little more context of how you're gonna kind of write out your your personal um, mission statement and your vision for your life. You know, what you, what you want to accomplish you know, kind of like the bigger goal, your mission, what you want to do, your vision, and then your mission is basically how you're going to do it, how you're going to accomplish the mission, I suppose. I'm still really learning the difference between the two, but if you think about it, visions are usually bigger than missions. Vision is uh, the big picture. Mission is the way to get to the, the vision, right? It's the route you're going to take to get to that vision. That's why it's really important to have a vision for your life. The Lord already talked about that. Without vision, your people perish. You, y'all cast off restraint, right? You're not going to know what to do and what not to do if you don't have a greater vision and that to draw from in relationship to that vision. How are you going to know what people to keep and which people to walk away from? Opportunities to take, which ones to walk away from? You know what I'm saying? Which jobs? I mean, you guys have to have a context for the for this stuff, right? So get something established in your life. So really quick, you're going to have your, your relationships. You're going to have your career and education money and personal finances, physical health, recreation, leisure, okay, uh, life's routine, responsibilities. Oh, that's the one I always forget about, <laughs> right? Like you're, like, you know, the things that you need to take care of every day, like paying your bills, cleaning up your house, taking care of your children, maybe doing the laundry, cooking food, going to the grocery store, right? Whatever, whatever your, however you decided to live your life, and, and um, taking care of the responsibilities that go with the things that you've set out to do, right? All right, giving back to society and contribution. I always forget about that one too. And then mental, emotional, and inner well-being. So those are the seven main areas. So you've got relationships, career and educational aspirations. That's number two. Number three is money and personal finances. Number four is physical health, recreation, and leisure. Number five is your routine responsibilities. Number six is what you want to contribute to the world. And number seven, your mental, emotional, and inner well-being. So you have those seven areas in your life. So you need to decide which area right now is causing you the most stress. And what what do you want what do you want in that area? Right? 
You know, so like for me, uh, one of the biggest areas of stress for me is finances at times. I would like to have more financial freedom. I would like to have more opportunities and experiences to do things with my children. You know, um, be able to, you know, take them to different places. Like I said, for them to be able to do more things, right? To have, like I said, have more experiences. So I'd like to have more money. I would like to have some financial freedom. So that means in order for me to do that, I'm going to have to get a little creative about how I'm going to be able to generate income for myself and and that kind of thing. So instead of looking at everything as, oh, it's never going to happen, we have to have more of a solution-based mindset, right? I mean, how can we fix this problem? There's a solution for everything, and I firmly believe that. You know, um, I believe that God has a solution to every problem that we have under the sun. We just have to be willing to face our own inconsistencies, our own immaturities, our own habits, actions, behaviors, right, that hinder our ability to see the progress that we want to make in our life. So that's the only thing that's ever going to get in your way is yourself. You know what I mean? So you have to be willing to at least face yourself and 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 figure that out. So for me right now, I'm just trying to be more creative. Okay, Lord, how can I make a little more money, a little bit more money? Um, so that's why I'm, I'm trying to, you know, make some devotionals for people to be able to purchase. I've got some uh, merchandise. I've got t-shirts. Um, you know, God willing, I will, you know, get involved with public speaking one day and, and get some gigs that way. You know what I mean? Just being creative. And I'm just being honest with you guys. You know what I mean? Because I want you guys to be able to be honest with yourselves about the things you want to be able to do, especially if you're a Christian and it comes to money. Because I don't know about you guys. It really seems like a lot of people got issues with that these days. Oh, if you're a Christian, you want to make money, you're worldly. What person doesn't need to make money, y'all? Come on now. We all got things we got to take care of, you know? Um, and we can't be afraid. How many? I wonder if how many of us are actually blocking the blessing of God because of what we believe. And how many of the things we believe are really from Him or are they just from the world? You know, I, I think I've shared with you guys before a lot of the reasons why I haven't always stepped out in, in my uh, motives and intentions is because I didn't want to be judged by other people. Well, what did that mean? You know, that meant I made other people my judge instead of God. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be more secure in myself, Lord. You know what I want to do. And I want you guys to be be able to be more honest and secure in the things you want to do. Now, you know, and I know money isn't everything, but uh, if you have a little more resources, you can definitely do more, right? And I want to be able to do as much as I can with my family and my ch- my children, you know, and if, if, I ha- if I need something, I can take care of it. You know, I'm not stressing about it, you know, so um, I think that's important, you know, um, so figure out, you know, where's your biggest biggest area in your life right now maybe it's your relationships right maybe you haven't always been as authentic and honest as you need to be right if you've got a lot of uh frustration in a relationship i want you to ask yourself are you have you been telling the truth in the relationship and if not do you want to be in a relationship with somebody that doesn't that isn't honest would you be in a relationship with somebody like you if you're not being honest right we got to start becoming the people that we expect other people to be for us and that takes a lot of risk you guys but i'm gonna tell you right now once you do that you are gonna have so much freedom in your life and it's 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 gonna take risk and it's gonna take growth right we're gonna have to be able to kind of reevaluate where we're at and be able to take responsibility for some of the problems that we're having you know so you know those are the seven areas so you know think about where you're struggling in each one Ask yourself, are you going to be committed to the process of, you know, change in each one of those areas? Are you willing to, you know, face the barriers that are getting in the way, your own mindset, what you believe about things, you know? Um, and so challenge yourself a little bit. If you don't have peace, that's an indicator. So which area don't, don't you have peace in your life right now? And ask God, um, you know, how can I make this better? How can I change this? 
you know, um, and don't stop thinking God's going to judge you and condemn you, right? The only person who does that is yourself and the world. You know what I mean? The church, you know, people. Um, I think the number, you know, the Pharisees were really good at it. So, you know, we got to be willing to uh, figure out whose judgments are we internalizing and are they true in the context of our life? And, you know, learn, learning to be honest and open with God, you know? So anyway, you guys, um, that is all I have for you today. I just wanted you guys, I just wanted to ask you guys some questions. You know, are you committed to the process of the, you know, the things you want to do in your life? All right. So, you know, develop your, your mission. You know, what do you, what do you want to accomplish? What do you want to do? You know, what's your greater vision in your life? Right. I mean, start kind of thinking about the seven areas. Think about what you want. Right. And then think about how you're going to get there. And then start asking yourself, okay, well, what's getting in the way? You know, and uh, start, say, instead of making excuses, start making moves, start getting some tools. Um, there's tons of people and resources out there, man. We've got God's grace out there like crazy. There is always gonna be somebody out there that has busted through uh, the limited beliefs that you're stuck in that can give you some encouragement and some instruction. It's just, are you teachable? Are you willing? Are you humble, right? I mean, back to character traits, right? I mean, do you wanna be humble? <laughs> You know, so anyway, you guys, that is all I have for you today. Take, you know, are you taking full responsibility for your process? Tomorrow, we're going to be unpacking some core values. I'm going to take you guys through some of the main ones. Um, I highly recommend that uh, before listening to this episode, look, you know, get online and get a list of core values and uh, start kind of thinking about the ones that are really, really important to you, right? If you were to look at it and, uh, you know, and so when we have this conversation, you can have a little bit more clarity. So anyway, you guys, I love you so much. Hope you have a wonderful rest of the day and I will see you guys tomorrow.